Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Zolnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020. We hope you're having a great week so far. Our weekly insight is that Dr. L gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby girl named Penelope last week. Both mom and baby are doing fantastic, and we are just so excited to welcome a new baby to the Twin Forks Vision is More Than 2020 family. Uh, We recorded this episode a few weeks back with Dr. L featuring Dr. Dan Press. We hope that you enjoy this episode and learn all about vision therapy. So we are being joined by Dr. Dan Press. He is a 2007 honors graduate of the Pennsylvania College of Optometry. Dr. Press is a fellow of the College of Optometrists and Vision Development and has served as an elected official for the organization since 2012, currently serving his role on the board of directors as the immediate past president. Dr. Press is in private practice at Park Ridge Vision located in the north suburbs of Chicago. Park Ridge Vision is a multi-doctor practice providing full-scope optometric services with an emphasis in pediatric vision, vision therapy, and vision rehabilitation. Dr. Press lectures and writes frequently on topics related to vision development. When not involved with the profession, Dr. Press can be found with his three children, his wife, Sarah, or on the golf course. Welcome to the podcast, Dan. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. And to get started, share with us and our listeners a little bit of your background to finding optometry and then the specialty of vision therapy. Uh, Well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here this morning. So I am about as close to being born into the profession as you can be. I'm a third generation optometrist. Uh, My grandfather uh, was an optometrist and graduated from PCO, the Pennsylvania College of Optometry followed by my father, who's an optometrist, who also graduated from the the Pennsylvania College of Optometry. And I graduated uh, from that same uh, academic institution in 2007. And uh, my my father is uh, a a heavyweight, as people refer to him, in vision therapy. So when I was going through my undergraduate studies and I was interested in optometry, I shadowed him and then worked for him as a vision therapist my, the summer between my uh, junior and senior year and the summer between my uh, senior year and starting optometry school. So that's where I had developed my personal passion for the field and uh, worked with him for about five years in New Jersey. And I met my wife while I was in optometry school and she's from the Chicago area. So after five years of working with my father and learning from him in his practice, we moved to the Chicago area in 2012 and I was able to bring vision therapy, uh, developmental vision, vision rehabilitation to the area here. That's so wonderful. I love that when you have such deep roots in vision therapy uh, because the thing with vision therapy, right? Every you can go to a hundred different vision therapy doctors and everybody does it a little bit different, right? We all kind of view vision in a different way. So tell us a little bit about your approach to vision uh, with your patients. Sure. You know, as, as we know, there are many different ways that you can approach vision and you can define vision and almost every doc, well, every doctor of vision, whether you're an optometrist or an ophthalmologist is taught to help with patients seeing 2020, which is the smallest letter that you can see on a chart from 20 feet away and make sure that your eyes are healthy. 
but as as you both know, what we do in vision therapy is look beyond just that ability to see clearly far away and making sure that you have healthy eyes, which is critical. And we do that in our practice as well. Uh, but we want to look at more how people use vision in their day-to-day lives. And so I, I t- my approach is typically very functional. I want to make sure that our patients are having efficient visual skills related to how they're doing with using both eyes together, how they're focusing their eyes, how they're tracking, and then how they're integrating vision with other areas of processing. You know, my, my favorite way to look at vision when we have our, our talks in the office is to... Uh, my favorite definition is something along the lines of where vision is all about gathering of information and directing of action. So when we are seeing patients in the office, we want to make sure that they're efficient at those two main aspects of why we have two eyes in the first place. You know, we have two forward facing eyes to give us depth perception to analyze our environment. Uh, And if somebody has difficulty at using the eyes together, somebody has difficulty at analyzing the information coming in through their visual system, you know, then that's where there may be an opportunity to help that patient become more efficient in their day-to-day lives. Right. I love that definition and approach to vision. And then, you know, to help our patients become more efficient with their visual skills, that's where the specialty of vision therapy really comes into play. So talk a little bit about what vision therapy is and what it entails and kind of how you work with your patients to rehabilitate their visual skills. Sure. So our approach with vision therapy is once we we identify which aspects of a patient's visual efficiency is not up to par. And, you know, that can mean different things for different people, but, uh, you know, you need to have a specific diagnosis. So, you know, that can be that somebody has difficulty at using both eyes together when they're looking close. That could be somebody who has difficulty using both eyes together where you have an eye turn where one eye is physically turning. You can have a lazy eye or or what's known as amblyopia, which is a uh, reduction of the brain at processing vision from one or both of the eyes. So once you have that specific diagnosis, vision therapy is all about creating the opportunity for that patient to learn how to process vision more efficiently. And and the really, the, the nice thing that we talk about in our practice is at the end of the day, because our goals for our patients in vision therapy is to improve that process related to how they're using both eyes together, the tracking, the focusing, all the things that I talked about before, regardless of that initial diagnosis, yes, that's going to drive which aspects of vision therapy and which activities we're going to be working on with that patient and what the emphasis of their therapy program is. The end goal is the same. It's the same for all of our patients. It doesn't matter to me what age you are. It doesn't matter to me if you have what we refer to as a developmental vision problem, which is uh, somebody who has difficulty using both eyes together with no known cause. Or even if you have a patient who's uh, post-concussion, who has difficulty at processing vision and they've got light sensitivity and difficulty with tracking, headaches, eye strain. At the end of the day, our goal is to help those patients achieve a, uh, an ability with their visual skills that's not interfering with their lives. So all of our patients by the end of our vision therapy program should be able to use both eyes together easily, should be able to track what they're looking at easily, uh, should be able to have uh, efficient depth perception skills, and they should be able to integrate those skills with other areas of processing, whether that's sensory or motor skills. 
I love that sentiment. And it reminds me of when I uh, was a vision therapist for Dr. Belvin Kaplan in Terrytown, and his coined term was labels are for cans, not for kids. And it's always <laughs> stuck with, yeah, it always stuck with me because he was like, I don't care if you're, and he primarily walked, worked with nonverbal autistic children. So he was like, I don't care what the label is. I don't care where you fall on the spectrum. I am literally looking at what level of visual function you are today and where can I get you by the end of the vision therapy program. And I always really, that, like I said, that, that kind of was my foundation of my approach to vision was that it doesn't matter. It's all about bringing, elevating the patient's visual function. Um, and I, it, it feels like, it sounds like we're on the same wavelength when it comes to that. When with that note, who do you think could benefit from vision therapy? Do you, in, in your practice, um, do you have like a primary care section? Do you talk about to your, all of your patients about the potential for vision therapy um, and, and kind of just delve into who could really benefit? Sure. So I do have a, a primary care practice. So we do see regular eye exams and we uh, manage eye disease as well. And you, we talk about vision therapy to any patient that we identify is having an issue that meets the definition that I talked about before. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, my approach to vision tends to be very functional. So when we're doing our case history with our patients, we are asking questions that they may not get asked at a uh, routine eye exam elsewhere. Uh, but we are looking for opportunities within their lives if they are having difficulty with gathering of that information or directing of action. So we'll be asking, you know, do they have difficulty keeping up in school? Uh, did any trouble tracking? Is, is there any concern academically with, with if it's a child? Uh, how are they doing athletically? Are they having difficulty with, uh, with hitting a ball in baseball, softball or tennis? Uh, and, you know, one of the big things that we, we will talk about if there's a hint that there's anything going on within that initial exam, is there a gap between what you believe or has been tested for their potential with their performance? So if we find that there may be a gap, because we do have a, a fairly busy primary care practice, we don't have time to do these specialty evaluations of every patient that walks in the door. So we don't talk to every patient about vision therapy, but we do try through our history to catch patients that may be having difficulty with, uh, with their visual skills that are beyond the, the regular eyesight and eye health measures. Uh, so if there is that opportunity, then during our exam, we'll be looking more closely at what I would consider screening tools that we use, whether it's a near point of convergence test. Uh, where you're bringing an object close to their eyes and you're finding out at what point do they see double? At what point does the doctor see the eyes not working together anymore? Uh, at what point are they uncomfortable with that? Uh, we'll take some measures related to focusing flexibility. And if the, we find that there's something that's off, then we'll, we'll talk more about the opportunity to do a more in-depth evaluation at their visual skills. And then bring them back for that more in-depth evaluation and determine if there is actually something going on that we can help with or not. So it's, it's not everybody. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting looking at our statistics. We mirror what we hear about in the studies regarding the frequency of visual problems. And, you know, we estimate that it's about one in four is, is what you'll hear. And I would say that we're a little less than that. If we, when we have our primary care patients, uh, that we're seeing for routine eye exams, I'd say that about 20% of them from our statistics are found to have something that we want to bring them back for additional testing for. 
So it's certainly not everybody, but that 20% is, uh, it, it adds up and it's, it can be very meaningful and life-changing for those patients. Yeah, certainly. And that's a really high statistic when you think about it. And those are only the people that are coming to you for a routine eye exam and you're screening them through careful questioning and screening tools and discovering that they have an underlying visual issue impacting their life. Um, so there's probably even more people out there that could really benefit from what we provide in terms of vision therapy. And I think it's such a great takeaway where you really hit on case history being such an important part of the exam. Dr. Z and I talk about that a lot because that's where you can really glean so much information from your patients. And I think for doctors listening, take the time to really do a thorough case history with your patients and ask those questions about how they're functioning. Because a lot of patients don't always correlate struggles in their day-to-day life to their visual skills. They don't understand that connection, but us as optometrists, we do. And so it's really our role to kind of fill in those gaps for them and to help probe and see if there are any gaps in what they're trying to do throughout their day and then provide the care that we can to help. Um, So I really love that you really hit on how important that is throughout the exam. Um, So for anyone who is listening, especially in the Chicago area and wants to find out more about you or come to you for help, where can they find and follow you? So our practice is Park Ridge Vision. Uh, We're located just in the northern suburbs of Chicago. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm not directly involved in the social media aspects, but I know that we're there. Uh, or our, our website is prvisioncare.com. So uh, people, if you just Google us or look us up, you can, you can find us. Beautiful. And I will link all of that in the show notes, but we truly appreciate you coming on and sharing your expertise with us this morning, Dan. And we hope to have you on again soon. Thanks for listening. Follow us at Twin Forks Optometry on Facebook and Instagram. Join our private Facebook group, Vision is More Than 2020. Subscribe, download, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tune in next week to learn more about your vision.